This is Dr. Mike Crivetti of Crivetti Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, and this is podcast number 16. Hard to believe we made it this far, 16. Today's special guest, because as you know, we often have special guests, is Dr. Chris Roby. Chris joined Crivetti Orthopedics and Sports Medicine about four or five months ago, if I could be exact, Chris. And Chris happens to be a chiropractor. Now, when I first met Chris, he was dabbling in sports medicine. He was crushing sports medicine, uh, working for some of the really cool athletes here in town. And I didn't actually realize that he was a chiropractor. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just didn't ever think that orthopedics and we would all be playing in the same sandbox. Boy, did I make a mistake there. Over the last several months, and before he came here, I started polling my patients and I said, how many of you have seen a chiropractor, have one in your life, etc." And I found more people are married to their chiropractor than they are perhaps to their spouse. And I was just enamored by this and the confidence, you know, I'd say, well, listen, maybe we should do a cortisone injection in your knee. Let me check with my chiropractor. And I was like, what, what, what? your knee, what? So the relationship that I saw develop between the chiropractor, and I, I get it now, when you meet Chris, you'll get it too, is the relationship that builds and the trust that builds from a medical standpoint and what that's like. So to start our podcast, Chris, tell me about, like, this is your seventh year. Mm-hmm. What was it like when you started? What the heck did you think it was going to be like? And where the heck is it now? And, you know, it doesn't need to be a long, but have some fun with it because uh, you're a pretty fun dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, one, thank you for having me on. Happy to be here. But uh, in seven years, uh, a lot, uh, a lot has changed. And I mean, I'm sure just like with yourself, um, from school and year after year, the experience that you get and uh, all that. Uh, it, it's kind of a, an interesting story. I will keep it short in a nutshell. Um, but uh, oh, I'll cut you off. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. I've been known to do that. So uh, leaving uh, our, our last quarter of school in chiropractic school. Uh, so I went to school in Florida. Um, I wanted to actually travel from Florida to California looking at different clinics that uh, had ties to professional sports, specifically the UFC. I eat, sleep, and breathe martial art. So Vegas, we are in the middle of fight town. Um, ended up traveling, and long story short, landed with a gentleman here in town who was very rooted with professional sports and uh, was in a standard chiropractic setting, uh, you would say. Now, out the gates, I've always had a very multidisciplinary approach to healthcare. I never understood why, when we have all the same common goal, why medical doctors and chiropractors butt heads or PTs and DCs butt head, I I never understood that. So, from going from a standard chiropractic practice, I was then able to actually get into integrative medicine and regenerative medicine with Jennifer D'Andrea, our uh, nurse practitioner on staff with us as well. You may have heard of her. Yep, just a little bit. So uh, with her, we actually became quite the dynamic duo, if I uh, if I should say. And if you should say so much. Yep. So uh, there, that actually gave me the experience for three years of actually seeing what internal medicine uh, could provide. And from there, we were actually able to transition over here to uh, Crevetti Orthopedics and 
Number one, for for myself, yes, it's a huge accomplishment for me and an advancement uh, for my career, but I also think even for Curvetti Orthopedics and where medicine truly should be going. Um, I believe this is true healthcare that we can handle any case, any scenario, internal or external medicine. So I think those are the biggest changes, even within seven years of going from standard chiropractic to injection to now a full-blown multidisciplinary team that we have here. I think those are the biggest changes. You know, one of the things that's happened in medicine, and you know this because you and I have talked about it quite a bit, has been the fragmentation of care, mm -hmm. right? Uh, years ago, you would go to the hospital and everything was in the hospital. You would get all your care under one roof. And then with insurance companies, and they don't take your insurance, they do, they don't take insurance. You started to see people, okay, I just gotta get this done, and they gotta go to four places, right? Mm -hmm. So I think I realized that probably 2010, 11, 12 in that area, and started building my team, right? My, my team. So you've got my sports medicine folks now, and you've got the treatment of the, where I'm a primarily hip and knee guy, you've got some shoulder, you've got some elbow, we've got some back virtual back guys that spend a lot of time here and that are really awesome. Now we've got foot and ankle. We've got a person who puts a camera inside of a hip, for gosh sakes, mm -hmm. and fixes things without replacement surgery. We've got uh, a Jimmy Andrews fellow, right, one of the most famous orthopedic surgeons in the country taking care of professional athletes. We've got one of his fellows. So we've got this breadth of, but what we're going to do, or what we are doing, right, is putting it under one roof. Mm -hmm. So we created a defragmentation of care and a house of orthopedics, yep. you know, and I think rounding that out, Jennifer came in with all this experience and in doing injections under ultrasound, and frankly, I just was too old to learn a new trick. Mm -hmm. She's smoking good <laughs> at doing injections, whether it be a knee or a hip or a shoulder or an elbow or a, a leg or, a, I mean, she's just, just awesome, right? Mm -hmm. And you two working together, now we bring you into the play, right? And now, unfortunately, the patients used to like me the most, but that is, seems to be going away because you're here, because now you're spending this time with them, mm -hmm. and I watch you go through these visits, and your visits seem to be much longer. Mm -hmm. I know about chiropractic care because, for God's sakes, I know I love my chiropractic friends, but, and some of them, they have different mechanical approaches to things. I mean, you're a hands-on guy. Mm -hmm. You go in a room, that person seems to come out kind of smiling and like, hey, it doesn't hurt anymore. What the heck are you doing there? Yeah. So with me, I, I, I definitely want to provide value, right? Provide value to that uh, to the patient. And it is wild the difference um, that, that you could experience with one chiropractor to the next. So if you actually break down chiropractic, so a lot of people don't know this, it's actually a Greek word that means done by hand. So if you think about it, that's exactly what chiropractors are. We utilize our hands, we're one-on-one -on -one with that patient, performing manipulations and uh, adjustments, mobilizations and things to really bring in integrity, restore mobility and function into an area without the use of medication and surgery. So, Well, I love the fact we get like occasionally, you know, we get a stiff shoulder as surgeons, we get a stiff knee, we get a stiff hip after these things happen after surgery. Your confidence level in fixing this is impressive. Well, can I have them for a couple of visits? <laughs> right. Um, well, okay, what are you going to do to them, right? Well, I'm going to get rid of the stiffness. I'm going to 
restore the mobility now that you're you're saying that, and I'm going to do it with my own hands. Okay, that's kind of cool. I, I got to be honest. I, I think that's a neat thing, even for folks who haven't had surgery and have lost mobility in a shoulder classic, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's where I see a lot of your stuff in the yeah. shoulder uh, in these throwing athletes, and they're out there, and they're you know these kids are throwing lots of pitches. Sometimes it can be older folks doing a, a specific overhead job, and they develop this stiff shoulder. You're like, well, I don't think we need surgery. Just let me get this for about six or eight weeks, mm-hmm. and I'll crush this thing. Uh, give me one really good because I, I know you have so many success stories. Give me one really great shoulder that you just totally kept from the surgeon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and actually, I'm going to... Because it seems like an oxymoron in my practice, but anybody that knows Crebetti Ortho, you don't come here and get an operation. For sure. You come here, and the operation is the last thing you get. So, tell me... One go on. So I'm going to give you a case, but I'm actually going to reverse back a little bit to, you mentioned the timing, right? So timing, I block off at least 30 minutes for patients and because a lot of the public, they believe that we are just neck and back doctors, rack them and crack them and you're out in five minutes. Truthfully, that is just not my philosophy with care. Um, I like spending quality time with the patient and I am much more invested into the soft tissues, the muscles, the tendons, the ligaments, the nerves, all these other things that are uh, integrated there into the spine. Um, Not to say that an adjustment only can't help somebody if it is truly that joint that's pinching a nerve or causing dysfunction. So at the joint, that patient's gonna feel great. But if that joint is out of alignment, what do you think all the surrounding tissue is gonna be as well? So that's why I block off so much time is I am mobilizing, stretching, doing so many myofascial therapies through there. The adjustment takes us five minutes, right? So um, even patient education of how they're moving inside the clinic, outside the clinic, educating these people that they get a half hour with me. You got 23 and a half hours of the day left, right? So I need to make you much more conscientious of those movements outside. And I think that's why the results uh, are what they are is because we're truly invested in that patient and educating them. So you're saying basically that there is hope for my pickleball shoulder because last night I met, well, laugh about it, but you would think you would get a pickleball shoulder from hitting the ball. Mm -hmm. I get a pickleball shoulder from missing the ball. That's exactly how I jack my shoulder up, right? So I got in-house treatment for my pickleball or lack thereof shoulder. I would have more confidence that your shoulder's coming back before your hair does. About that. So, <laughs> Well, that's an accurate assessment so that, based on my current uh, age and the fact that you've seen the Bosley guy and gotten your transplant. I don't really see myself getting that transplant uh, since it cost but, you so much. But, but right, let's go back to the case, the, uh, the, the fun case or things like that. Um, so shoulder is, uh, is definitely one of the Or is it Bosley? I think it's Bosley, not Bosley. Right. So the shoulder is the most complex joint in the body. I've got a lot of successes with it. Um, but rather than the shoulder, I'm actually going to go to disc patients. So disc bulges, herniations, things like that. Um, I have treated, uh, Jesus, countless uh, disc injuries. And How about those... how many humans like have back pain? Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I mean, I get up every day with a little bit. Look a little bit. It just seems like anybody you talk to has musculoskeletal back pain. In fact... I'd be weary of the people who say they don't have any back pain because yeah. it's, it's unbelievable. At some time, you, you, you play hard in a sport, you just bend over and pick up something, or for God's sakes, you're putting your shoe on 
of course, when you get older like me, putting a shoe on, all of a sudden you, you got a tweaker in the back, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But it is amazing. And then we MRI and we see the bulges. And, and this goes well beyond an actual trauma. This is everyday life Correct. stuff. Yeah, because there's traumas. I mean, the way an injury occurs is either a cumulative, repetitive trauma or a one-time event, right? right? Yeah. And a lot of times, patients will hear disc, and immediately when they hear disc injury, they're thinking surgery, right? Um, and not all discs mean surgical intervention. And those are the ones that I actually get so fired up about and passionate about helping because they are in extreme agony. I mean, a very mild disc injury can give off extremely severe presentations and things and to allow somebody an alternative to surgery um, you can even look back at reviews um, but I've got a buddy uh, I'm gonna mention Christian he ended up having disc injuries in his neck and every surgeon in town said hey surgery 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 I'll tell you now Christian never did have surgery on that neck he is back to competing in jiu-jitsu and everything doing great well then, Dum Dum actually goes and ends up throwing out his back as well, throws out some discs. We repeat that and I end up actually helping him with those disc injuries down his low back. So that is just one individual that had various disc injuries um, that is now happy, living a fulfilled life. And honestly, I've done that countless times. That's, that's, that's yeah. what I love to do. I get that because I get that same satisfaction out of a hip or knee replacement and somebody that can't walk, can't go do something they enjoy, whether it's a simple hike, it could be riding a bike, it could be something as cool as skiing or snowboarding. So I get that same thrill out of fixing somebody. And I, I think everybody here does. You know, our I Can Again camp, campaign, ICanAgain.com, there must be, I mean, we must be getting up around 60, 70, 80 of these folks who have come to our office and told us their story. For gosh sakes, we recorded and put it on at their request, and it's just awesome to hear all the cools. Watch them get emotional of it because you really change their lives. And to be able to do that without surgery is even more awesome. Anybody that comes in, and even I give somebody a cortisone injection, and I run into them at, you know, a couple weeks or a couple months or a couple years later, and they're like, oh, you remember me? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry I did. Well, you just gave me an injection. You didn't operate on me. And I never had pain again. Sometimes it's, I get it. Like, it's as rewarding to not operate on somebody as it is. And I hope when people come here, they know we're not looking at surgery first. Um, in fact, I'm often having to tell some of our partners, you know, we are surgeons, mm -hmm. all right? We <laughs> sometimes have to do surgery, because, but they're just conservative and awesome starting out their practices. But uh, thanks, Chris, this is awesome. You're such a great part of our family now. And uh, we've got so many great things to do uh, in building your practice inside of our practice when actually they all should be living together anyway. Yep. So yep. super awesome to have you on today. Very happy.